Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage, Bo Royal, CEO of Pareto Legal. Bo, welcome to the show. Great to be on, LA. Nice to meet you. Great to meet you too. And you run a digital marketing and advertising agency for law firms. So question for you, when law firms are looking to hire a digital marketing and advertising agency, what are some of the things they should be looking for? I think probably most importantly is expertise, specifically making sure that the marketing agency has a lot of knowledge in the legal space, understanding the the nuances of these different case types that firms are going after, whether it's personal injury or criminal defense, what have you, that's really important. And ways to kind of validate that expertise would be looking at things like the testimonials of, of the the agency asking for references. I think that's a really important one too. So if you are talking to a potential agency, ask them to give a client or two currently that they're they're working with and ask for a 15, con- uh, 15 minute conversation with one of those clients. I think that's really important. And then the second thing is, and this is kind of a strange one, um, is around ownership of your marketing assets. There are agencies out there, unfortunately, that will claim ownership of things like your website or your advertising channels if you do sign up with them. So make sure to read the fine print if you get to that stage of the process and make sure that your Google account, for example, or your website remains fully in your ownership because I've seen firms get burned and you know they, they try to leave their, their current agency and the agency claims, oh, this is our work, these are our campaigns, our account, they've, they've just lost two, three, five years worth of, of work that they invested in. So I think the the ownership side of things is, is really important too. And then the other thing I would say is make sure that the agency is asking a lot of questions about your specific goals and needs and not so much focusing on the, the specific tactics, right? So I think a, a good litmus test of, of whether or not an agency is is going to be a good fit fit for you is what what do the initial conversations sound like? Are they trying to push tactics on you? Are they trying to be like, yeah, hey, just run pay per click ads or just do SEO? Or are they ask, asking specific questions about what are your growth goals? How much budget do you have? Uh, what what are your target markets? Things like that. I, I think you can get a, a pretty good sense after the first call or two whether or not the the potential agency you know knows what they're talking about and has your best interests in mind. Thank you for that answer, Bo. It's very, very comprehensive. And wanted to dive a little bit into a different direction as we're talking here. Share with us just a, a day in the life of someone in a digital marketing agency. Like, what do you do in a given day? It's a great question. So I think there are really two big areas, right? It's client performance and client management. So in terms of client performance, at the end of the day, we are hired to drive incrementality for a law firm, right? Like we're we're brought in to drive more leads, more cases, more revenue. So most of our work is focused on that side of things. So on one end, that's developing the strategy to grow the law firm's business. 
On the other side, it's executing. So it's like building the campaigns. It's creating the advertising assets, whether it's the ads, videos, so on and so forth, helping with landing pages. And then it's also helping with the reporting side, things of two, things too. And then on the client management side, that's a lot of the communication, right? So it's walking our clients through, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. And making sure that they are all on the same page with the things that we are doing to to grow their their businesses. Well, that's cool. I love the way that you divided that between the two, and love to talk a little bit about I guess the operational side of the house a little bit. When you're building an agency like this, you've got to you know cultivate the right talent. And what are some of the things that you're looking for when you're trying to bring on someone who's going to be implementing? SEO or pay-per-click advertising for your clients? Yeah, I think there's really two sides to that. It's it's number one, having the channel expertise. So for example, if we're looking to hire someone that, that runs pay-per-click ads, they need to have multiple years of experience managing that specific channel. But then on the flip side, making sure that they have had prior experience working with law firms. Because again, there are a lot of nuances to For example, personal injury law, the types of keywords you want to be going after, the things you can't say, can't say, can say or can't say in ads. Um, And then marry that with the fact that those keywords, those those ads are typically very expensive. It's just something that you don't want to hire uh, a more junior person to, to figure out over a two, three, six month time period. Right. So I think it's, again, having the channel expertise, but then also the industry knowledge is is incredibly important. And with Pareto Legal, you've chosen to focus, looks like, on uh, PI law firms. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, we work with injury law firms across the U.S. So take me through the journey of uh, of how you decided and, and your firm decided to focus on uh, on the law firm space, number one, because that's not where you started, and then on the PI space uh, within that. Sure. So my background uh, over the last 15 years has always been in the like digital marketing agency side of things and advertising. I Before I got into the legal space, I was a uh, marketing director at eBay's marketing solutions division. So I was responsible for overseeing like multi, multi-million dollar budgets, like in the range of like 200 to $300 million a year per client. Um, and while I was there, uh, it was a great experience, but I quickly became burned out. I, I couldn't work that many 70, 80 hour weeks for too long. And um, I did a bit of a 180 and I ended up becoming a marketing director for a large uh, injury law firm in Philadelphia. And when I joined that firm, something kind of crazy happened. Two of my clients from the the previous agency reached out to me directly and they asked would you like to to freelance for us would you like to consult with us and that's when my entrepreneurial brain kind of like kicked in and i was like wait a minute i could just do this on my own i i can i can build my own agency i can do this work on again on my own and i was very upfront with the uh the law firm owner uh that that law firm that i joined and i told him hey this is something that i'm going to be kind of pursuing on the side and he was super supportive of that. So I I kind of learned how to build an agency while I was also learning the the legal marketing side of things because I was still a marketing director at a law firm while I was building my own book of business um on the agency side of things. So that's that's kind of how I I 
got my feet wet with 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 legal and and agency experience. But that was already six years ago. And so I'm still affiliated with that law firm. I'm I'm now a board member there. Uh, but the firm has grown. When, when I joined, they were doing, I think it was, uh, you know, low seven figures. They're now a mid eight figure firm. So a lot's been done um, over the last five, six years in terms of their marketing effort, a lot of investment in things like intake and legal operations as well. So it's been really cool to to be a part of that uh, and, and be a part of that growth um, at that law firm. There's something that I think is really cool. Well, first off, thank you for sharing that story with us. Um, I love the fact that you started your agency while you were actually with a law firm and the law firm has had success and you continue to be involved with them. So congratulations on all of that. Um, and there were some things I noticed about some things that you do differently. So one of those I wanted to dig into a little bit is on your website, you have uh, right in the about page, you have listed your values, results, ownership, communication, and education. That's awesome that you put your values down explicitly and it's not you know tucked away in a corner or anything like that. We'd love to hear about why that was important to you to put that out there on your website and how that served you and your firm. Yeah, I, I think it's so important because of the stories that I constantly hear from current clients, prospective clients about the negative experiences that they've had with prior agencies. And again, kind of like I said before, I, at the end of the day, I, I view my business's role as, as a catalyst, right? That's why results is one of our, our values. And if we're not driving positive results, we really shouldn't be paid, right? There shouldn't be a relationship at that point. So we take that really seriously. And, you know, again, if we're, if we're not driving results, we're, we're kind of looking in the mirror and saying, what are we doing here? You know, what bad decisions have we made or where do we need to improve in order to get our clients the results that they need? On the note of communication, one of our values, again, that having that transparency with clients about this is why we're making the decisions we're making. This is what's going on underneath the hood, I think is extremely important, especially for lawyers, because let's face it, lawyers are already busy as is. They don't have time to figure out all this stuff. That's why they hire people like me. But when we do have an opportunity to sit down with them or hop on a call with them, it's really important that we, again, are being transparent about what is happening, why it's happening, and then giving them an opportunity to speak up and say, these are the things that they want to see improve as well. So communication is super important. Ownership, that kind of goes with results. But, you know, again, like making sure that we're doing everything that we can to drive positive outcomes for our clients and taking the good with with the bad right because there are going to be months or quarters where we we see softer results or maybe a competitor enters into the market and they, they start taking away market share and we we need to sit down with a client and and pivot our strategy a bit so making sure that we own those things and then education again that also goes kind of with with the communication side but taking the time to explain things and and help our clients understand what's going on so that's where that kind of all birthed from, if you will, just making sure that we're giving our clients the best possible experience. And those are really the four key ways that we we aim to do that. Love it. Love it. This kind of builds on that. So, and you've seen agencies as a customer of those agencies as well. So in your opinion, what do you think separates a good legal digital marketing agency from a, a poor to average one? Because there's so many of them out there. Yeah, I think it's the the expertise. I think it's finding a partner that has solved the unique problem 
that your law firm has and has the case studies, the testimonials to prove it. I think it's really that simple. I'm actually still surprised that there are law firms out there that are working with more like generalist agencies. I think long term, like short term, that might be okay. You you might be able to save some some money on a retainer or something like that. But I think long term, that's that's really dangerous and risky because the legal marketing space. I don't need to explain this, but it's it's incredibly competitive. And if you don't have a partner that not only understands the tactical side of things, but like the industry in general, you could be hindering your firm's growth pretty pretty significantly. So I think again, finding a partner that that has the not only the channel expertise or the expertise with things like strategy and planning and analytics, but they also know your specific practice area, they know the industry, so on and so forth. And so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here that are just kind of maybe two sides of the same coin. Um, so first, first part of that is when you were working, you know, with client engagements that haven't worked out, um, probably early on, uh, when you're setting up the agency, why haven't those engagements worked out and why haven't you been able to produce the results that the clients were expecting? I think early on when I started the agency, the thing I learned the importance of was basically setting expectations. It, it's so incredibly important, but often overlooked. And at the time when I was, you know, a younger agency owner or, or a, a baby agency owner, if you will, when, whenever I got like a lead or I had a, an opportunity to work with a new client. I was very quick to be like, you know, okay, yeah, let's let's make this happen. We're going to run these campaigns for you. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I didn't really s- sit down with the prospect and say, look, this is the amount of investment it's going to take. This is how much time it's going to take, so on and so forth. So if I could go back in time and and kind of teach my younger self something, it would be to slow down and and prioritize setting those those expectations up front. I think had I done that, I either would have been more successful in keeping some clients, or on the flip side, I probably wouldn't have said yes to to some of those clients. Um, I probably would have been like, well, based on this, you know, I don't think we're actually the right fit for you. So I think that is probably the most important thing is is aligning on those expectations up front. And so, Bo, what are some of those expectations now? that you set with clients that maybe you you didn't do before, but they're universal. You set them pretty much with every client. Sure. So, I mean, obviously we need to get the money conversation out of the way first. So um, our fee, the amount of investment and things like advertising, whether it's making changes to landing pages, so on and so forth, all, all the money stuff, get, get that out of the way first. Also set realistic realistic expectations around the timing of work. So, you know, a lot of this stuff, it's it's not going to happen overnight or even over the course of a couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about things in terms of months of, of work, right? And then the other thing I would say that's important to set expectations on is, is communication. So making it clear to clients that we're going to meet regularly. We expect you to be on calls. We expect you to be giving us feedback on performance and responsive to things like emails. We actually set ourselves the standard of same day email responses. So like if a client emails us something, we're going to get back to them same day. We might not resolve their specific problem in the same day, but we're at the very least, we're going to get back to them and say, hey, got your message. 
we're working on it and we'll get back to you by X date. So we really expect the same responsiveness that we give our clients back to us, right? So I think those are the the three key areas is around budget, timing, and, and, and communication. Those are probably the most important. The other thing I would say in line with budget is really around the goals. So like if we are being brought in, what outcome do you expect? If you're going to spend money on, you know, having us help you with with your advertising or your landing pages or your reporting, what what are you expecting in terms of incremental leads or cases per month? I think that's that's very important too. And a lot of those traits that you just laid out there, those ex- expectations kind of defines someone who would be a good client for you, right? They are okay having that budget conversation. They understand that they're going to have to invest to get a return. They understand it may be some time before they get a return and they're willing to commit, you know, with you, commit their time to work with your team on a weekly basis to make this effort be successful. Correct. And I, I should say though, there are instances where I will speak with a prospective client and they might not know what they should be investing yet. They might not have a budget set aside. They just know that this is something that they need to start looking into. And we will help them um, in those preliminary conversations, do some some napkin math and and kind of figure out, all right, well, if this is what your goals are and you know this is what your market is and so on and so forth, this is the range that we would be expecting you to, to invest in. So I just wanted to make that clear because you know there are firms, especially firms with like, maybe one or two attorneys, they might not have a marketing resource that haven't really had the the time or, or know how to, to figure this out. And they'll they'll often come to us on that first call or second call and, and essentially ask like, what, what should I be planning to invest in this? Obviously, it's easier for us if we're spot, uh, talking with a prospect and they already kind of know what their budget is, but we typically will will help on the, the budgeting t- side of things sometimes. Awesome. So, Bo, what are some things that you're looking forward to with Parade Legal? I think the the thing I'm most uh, looking forward to for for next year is is building out more more content, and really that content's going to be centered around education for law firms. I don't think we we mentioned this yet, but um, in terms of where my my firm focuses, it's really on the the strategy, advertising, and analytics side of things. So all of the content that I will be focused on next year is going to be centered around strategic planning and consulting, advertising, and analytics for law firms. So that's going to take the form of mainly on on YouTube, but I'll also be uh, doing a lot more podcasts next year and just want to have an opportunity to share more of that knowledge with with law firms in general. Awesome. Well, there's uh, a dearth of that. There's a lot of uh, a lot of people trying to drive people to pay-per-click ads and whatever else is self-serving. So having some unbiased education would be would be refreshing. So I hope that goes really well for you. And if people want to contact you, Bo, what's the best way for them to do that? The best way for people to contact me is to go to our website. It's legal.paretoppc.com. Awesome. Bo, thank you very much for being on Lawyer Business Advantage. Thank you very much for having me. That's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, We would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL 
is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Alej Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.